SMS SAFM now on 41391. Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Our first A-team guest, Stella Picard, who's the CEO and co-founder at Quick Wills. Thank you very much for joining us, Stella. Good evening. Patricia, thank you so much for having me. You know, a lot of us who are alive now are trying our best to make sure that um, we, we sort our, ourselves out in terms of having uh, life cover, savings and properties to build up a legacy um, for when we pass away. But we are not always all aware of the cost of our death. And it does cost money to die. Maybe take us through the some of the costs that are involved and why these costs are there. Can't we just peace and the money goes to whoever we wrote in our wills? Yes, Patricia, it's very true. Dying costs money as much as we don't like the idea of it. And I think a lot of people have the mindset of, well, it's not my problem. Um, but the costs are actually quite severe. And when people learn what the extent of they, those costs are, they're often very shocked. So um, just to like name a few of the costs, it's firstly it's the executive fee. Um, that's charged on the administration of your estate. The catchy thing with that to know is that it's your executive fee is 3.5% of the gross value of your estate plus that, plus then another 6% that's value, um, levied on any income received during the administration process. So the catchy thing with a 3.5% is if you own a house that's 1 million rand valued, and you still have a bond of 900,000 Rand on that house, you pay 3.5% on the value of the property, not of the value that you've actually paid down, which means 35,000 Rand right there that you have to pay just on the house in terms for the executor. And and you sound so kind. You say you. You are usually dead. So the you that we're talking about <laughs> well, is yes. dead. It's those that they've left behind. Yeah, they're dead. So, so it's, it's, it is those left behind, but it's also not. It's basically all the assets in your estate get pulled together and from those assets, these fees need to be paid. But that means that the people who the assets were left to are getting left out at the end of the day. So, yes, the loved ones left behind are left behind with less because of these costs. Um, Yeah, so the executive fees is just the first part. Then there's conveyancing fees if there's properties involved. Um, there's fees payable to the master, there's estate duties payable, income tax payable, and then there's like standard smaller expenses like appraisers and advertisements and things that need to be paid. So those are all things that make up the cost of estate administration. Now, you know, Stella, as we're talking about, especially the executive fees, um, this is obviously for someone who's got a will. What about those who also have a trust? And they're probably, um, I know there's some uh, some plans where a person can be paying off a monthly cost uh, towards such fees. Would that assist a person um, with the executive fees when they pass on? You're saying in the case where they don't have a will? In the case that they've got a trust and they're currently paying towards some sort of uh, nominal fee towards the executor. So what happens is if you have a trust and all your assets are actually within that trust, you won't have assets when you pass. You will pass without any assets in your name, which means that there won't be an administration process because 
your assets are already in a separate legal entity and it's already being managed by the trustees of the trust on behalf of the beneficiaries of that trust. So the fees that you are then paying on a monthly basis towards the trust administration and the trustees will just continue to be as they are. And that is usually serviced through the assets and income of the trust. But those with the will would then need an executor. Yes. So people with and without a will would need an executor. It's just the appointment of the executor that differs in the case where you do and you don't have a will. Um, I think the distinction to be drawn is that if all your assets are in trust, you don't own any assets in your personal name. Whereas if you do own assets in your personal name, it's important to draft a will to ensure that those assets get passed down as you wish. So if you do have a will, you appoint executor in terms of this will. If you die intestate, then your beneficiaries and interested parties would have to nominate an executor which they think is fit to do the job and the master will then appoint the executor for the estate. So A-team, as we're talking to CEO and co-founder of uh, Quick Will, that's Stella Picard, and we're looking at the costs involved in administrating a deceased estate. Dying does cost money. So if you are one of those who've uh, been, you know, comfortable because you've got a will, but you know that some of your debt and some of, you know, the, the, the accumulation of wealth that you have and might leave behind... Um, might have some cost attached to it. So call in if you've got questions. I definitely do have questions, and I'm sure you also have questions on 011-714-2006. WhatsApp's go to 0614-104-107. Stella, so it seems better when it comes to executor cost to have a trust as opposed to having a will. That also depends. It depends on the value of your assets. It depends on the tax implications. So tax uh, trusts are actually taxed quite highly. And there are various reasons why people set up trusts. And avoiding executive fees is definitely not a reason to set up a trust because you're going to be paying those fees elsewhere hidden in some other costs in the administration of the trust. And these these fees also persist for the duration of the lifetime of the trust, not just once off as it does with the administration of the deceased estate. So now there's also the issue of advertising um, of liquidation and distribution account. What sort of costs are attached to this? It's not a lot of money. You like it's it's less than a thousand grand. It's an ad in two newspapers and it that's marginal. The advertisement cost is marginal, the master's fees is marginal. It's mostly the big ticket items is the executive fees, conveyancing costs if there are any, estate duties, um, they can be quite significant, but with proper estate planning, you can actually reduce that amount significantly. And then um, there's also the income tax of the deceased person, which is always a question mark because you don't know when you're going to die. So you don't know how much tax you're going to have to pay for that year um, for the part of the tax year you were still alive in. (laughs) You know, I I chuckle because uh, it seems even beyond the grave, you'll continue paying. You even pay the receiver of revenue, something that is definitely 
certain in our lifetime that you will pay taxes just as much as you will die. My goodness. So for those who are in a deficit with their taxes, what happens then if they, well, they, they are owing the receiver of revenue and they pass on? So the receiver of revenue will then be considered a creditor of the estate and the assets that is in the estate will then be used to pay those arrears for SARS. And I think this is a very, very good place to mention the difference between liquidity in an estate and the solvency of an estate. Because you often have estates that have very high values, but there's not a lot of cash in the estate, with the result that assets actually need to be sold in order to get cash to pay these expenses. And that's not, people don't foresee this eventuality, and it's not usually what they want, especially when it comes to things like family homes and holiday homes and heirlooms that's been in the family forever. And suddenly these things need to get sold in order to pay expenses. And people don't realize that and they don't make provision for it. You need to have enough cash in your estate to actually cover these expenses or assets that you don't mind selling for that matter. Hmm. So it is better to to try and be as debt-free as possible, especially to the receiver of revenue and other uh, debtors before you die, so that your estate can actually have some sort of um, inheritance that your loved ones will get. Yes, that's correct. If you if you have loved ones that you would like to leave things behind to, then it's better to be debt-free because the debt will eventually be paid from your estate. And um, you know, if there's not enough money to actually pay all the debts, your loved ones will be left with nothing. My, one of my concerns is what happens if there are living expenses for your loved ones and you've got minor children and the debt has overwhelmed the estate? So... The best way to make provision for um, minor children and families being left behind is by way of life insurance policies, um, which get in the policy, um, you appoint a beneficiary to this policy, which is usually the spouse that gets left behind. The reason for that is that life insurance policies with a nominated beneficiary is actually handled outside the ambit of the estate in the sense that no executive fees are levied on that amount. It's available um, before the estate has actually been wound up. Some life insurance policies pay out a certain sum of money within 24 hours of someone passing. And that is a good way to actually safeguard your family from being in an emergency when the main caretaker or caregiver, life supporter, if you will call it, passes on. Um, so that way they will have access to cash the moment that person passes away without any effect on the estate. The important thing to note is though, even though this is being handled outside the ambit of the estate, those amounts may still accrue estate duty in certain circumstances. Maybe take us through quickly what uh, circumstances are more uh, prevalent Prevalent in terms of? In, in terms of you saying the life uh, cover insurance might still incur some estate duties. So it usually does because it's it's a benefit, but it also depends on who these um, life cover, or life policies are made out to. So um, if the life policy, for instance, is made out to the wife, but it 
wife, then the wife will get the life policy cover. The money will go to her, but it will still be estate dutiable. Well, not the wife, if it's someone else um, who's a third party. However, um, if the life policy gets paid out to the estate, there was no nominated beneficiary mentioned in the life policy. Then it will actually accrue executive fees and estate duty. Hmm. A beware. This is what you need to understand when it comes to your death, that even beyond the grave, you still have to pay your dues. Give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar. Stella, what's the best way to go around fixing your life for when you die? Is it a financial advisor? Is it a lawyer? Who should be on our team when we are preparing for our death? You know, it's actually a question that I've been faced with a lot recently because I think giving a good value add to your client is so, is what you should be doing. You should be looking further than your own business. And I think the three things that are most prevalent in preparing for death is someone who can help you with tax, someone who can help you with a will, and someone who can help you with financial planning. You can make sure that all those boxes are ticked. You need to have the financial planning in place to ensure that there's not just solvency but liquidity in your estate so that these costs are provided for upon your passing. You need to speak to a tax specialist or a lawyer for that matter. Who And look, this depends on also on your estate value. But the higher the value is of your estate, the more necessary this kind of tax advice is. But there's a way that you can structure your will so that you pay as little estate duty as possible by making certain donations to certain people. For instance, the first three million rand of your estate is exempt from um, estate duties. Everything above that is dutiable at 20%, up to the value of 30 million rand. However, anything that you leave to your staff is not estate dutiable. So if you leave your entire estate to your spouse, you will not pay a cent of estate duty. And in the case if you don't have a spouse and it's just your children dependent, would the, would the same still apply? Um, no. Your children would, those inheritances would be subject to estate duty. You would not get a deduction for that. However, you could look at um, making donations for charities, um, which can aid a deduction in the um, estate duties. Mm. I've got Mwanda on the line. Eighty Mwanda, good evening. Good evening to you. Evening, Mwanda. What's your question? I wonder, I wonder if your guest can um, assist or knows about this. Um, I understand, Patricia, whilst I was dealing with um, real estate, that the administration of black deceased states, right, is administered differently. For example, when the assets are less than a million rents, one can dispense with the requirements of liquidation and distribution accounts, you know, advertising in the two local newspapers, English and Africans, you know, for would-be creditors, you know, to make their claims. So, is your guest aware that the administration of black disease estates is done differently to what she's discussing, which I assume would be the administration of, shall I say, white estates or of the estates that have got assets 
more of more than a million are right. listening on the radio. Thanks for the question, Londe. Um, Stella? Yes. So, um, with regards to, I am assuming the listeners speaking about customary um, estates that are being administered in terms of customary law. I am not aware of such a distinction. I do know, however, that if an est- there's a certain term for it, we call it a Section 18.3 estate, which is um, in a state with a lesser value. The, le- the value is currently 250,000 rand. And if such an estate is solvent, and whether it's got a will or not, it dispenses with the requirements, as he said, where you do not have to go through all these tick boxes, and there's a lot less requirements in order for these estates to be finalized due to their lesser value. But the value is 250,000 rand, and it's with regards to any estates with that value which are solvent. So it, it, it's, um, it, it doesn't pay into account to the race, uh, as Mondes no, has put not. it. It's just the no. value of the estate that comes in, whether white, Chinese, Indian or colored, it will still work the same way. That is correct, yes. All right. So, um, Stella, for those who are saying, look, I, I need these three specialists and I need to find out if I can be able to die in peace. Um, yes. Who do I speak to at, uh, at uh, Quick Will? So you could actually speak to me. We've got um, a network of tax advisors as well as financial advisors that we work quite closely with. Um, in addition to that, we've got a very um, great tool that we developed, which is called an estate administration cost calculator, where you can go, you first draft your will, and then um, at the end of the will drafting, we give you a calculator where you fill in information regarding the values of your properties, how much um, you're leaving to your spouse, if you are, life policies that you may have, pension assets that you may have, and then it calculates your approximate estate administration costs for when you die. So you can have an idea of what you are in for when you pass on. So how do we get in touch with you at QuickWheel? You can um, log on to the website. You can sign up. The signing up is free. Um, there's a little bot on the system that you can chat to, and you will be chatting to me if you go onto the website and chat there. Alternatively, you could um, email me. My email address is stella at quickworld.co.za. Excellent. Stella, thank you very much for your time and joining us this evening. Great pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. And I really hope this helped for people to get their affairs in order. Listen, it helped me. Now I understand that beyond the grave, there's still Caesar to pay. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure. Thanks, Patricia.